Hi, this is Kelly. Hi, this is Daniela. Welcome to the third series on Music for the Pros. This is the Contemporary series, and you might be sensing that Daniela sounds a little distant today. Yes, Daniela is away on a gig, and uh, you know, thanks to technology, we can do this via Skype. We can have our little chat sessions about stuff we've done in the past. It's raining where I'm at. Can you hear it? I can hear that now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Well, we took submissions from all across the country, and we were quite overwhelmed with how, how many submissions we had, how wonderful the poetry was, and, mm-hmm. um, and of everything that was submitted, we selected three. So we picked right. three pieces, and I did the recitation, Daniela did the improvised score, and welcome to episode one. We have chosen for the first episode a poem called The Girls by an author by the name of Robert Rubin. Robert not only writes, but he edits as well. He's edited two anthologies of other writers' poems. Um, and he's also published a couple of nonfiction books, most recently a book by the name of Going to Hell in a Hen Basket, which sounds quite intriguing. Yeah, sounds awesome. Um, the Girls was inspired by the fact that he, um, he teaches writing at Meredith College in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. And um, it was inspired by a class he taught there to a group of girls in their, well, he calls them girls, in their 70s and 80s, um, which was held in the same building where the undergraduate students study English. And he said he wrote this poem as an entry for a contest in honor of the school's 125th anniversary. And it won the contest. Well, congratulations, Robert. Indeed. So what drew you to this poem? You know what? It reminded me of my old girlfriends. Um, oh. Well, I mean, I'm not to call you old as well, but um, <laughs> but no, it just it reminded me of um, of friends in my life that I've been friends with for for a long extended period of time. Um, there's one group of girls that I actually just had a reunion with in September, and we've known each other almost 15 years, and um, and yet we haven't aged a day. But um, of course not. But yeah, I, I like I like how reflective the poem was. There seemed to be um, a little bit of a, a a laughing, happy tone as they noticed the you know the crinkles in the skin and you know the nose is a little different now and and um, it, but it but it seemed like a, a warm, happy re coming together and it just yeah I I guess it made me happy because it reminded me of people who were very near and dear to me. Oh, wonderful. Well, exactly. I thought that the happiness and the, the sort of uplifting spirit somehow of the poem had this incredible uh, sense of youthfulness. Um, and at the same time, also maturity that doesn't necessarily mean getting old, but it just means getting more settled in a way or getting more comfortable with yourself. Um, so I really liked the poem for that reason. And uh, the the way we recorded this, Kelly sent me recordings of a recitation, then I improvised music, and I listened to you reciting beautifully. I had this idea that it's like a circle that's, that keeps on going back to its beginning, in a way. Yeah. Um, so he always finishes, every stroke finishes with the women that the girls became. And um, in those lines, I heard, uh, this is going to sound a bit nerdy, but I heard uh, Bach's major prelude from uh, the Well-Tempered Piano. Um and um, so if you listen to the music, I think there's a little bit of parallel um, with that piece, just mm. sort of in, in the opening and in the youthfulness and in establishing the mood, I guess, um, which was which was a lot of fun for me to do and to play with. 
Yeah, yeah, the rhythm of the piece was really was really wonderful, and your music is beautiful as usual. Thank you. How Thank many you. times? How many times do you usually listen to a piece before you start playing with the music? I know it differs, but in general, what's what's the average? Oh, it really differs. I mean, there are pieces that, I, like when we did Shakespeare, man, mm-hmm. I was listening to those about a <laughs> hundred times yeah. until I until I felt really settled with with the text mainly. Um, but you know, there are some poems that I think I grasp faster, and there are certain texts and rhythms that um, speak quicker to me. Um, or that I understand mm. uh, better, faster. So it really, it's really different. Um, this one, I think I may have gone through sort of three, four, five rounds of listening, um, and then just started recording music. But you know, as we said, sort of in the, earlier in one of our first series, um, I do one take of a piece, mm-hmm. and then if I do a second take, the piece is completely different as well. Yeah. So yeah, that is sort of a a measurement that I give myself that I, whatever I decide to do, that I want to do it in one take. (laughs) Well, thank you so much to Robert Rubin for his submission. Um, Thank you to everyone who submitted. We cannot wait to share these next two pieces with you. They they really are quite stunning, and we had so much fun working on them. So stay tuned, and we will see you next week.